the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. I speak once more to the people of Russia. The United States and the nations of Europe do not seek to control or destroy Russia. The last thing I ever want to see in America is a civil war. Um, No one wants that. At least everyone I know would never want that. But it's going that direction. I have a master's degree. What do the parents have? Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. There are a lot of meltdowns going on all over America, aren't there? Adam Schiff is melting down over Tucker Carlson's team getting access to 44,000 hours of surveillance video from January 6th. There's a debate There's a debate within the Republican Party about our role with Ukraine. So interesting to hear people um, who are lifelong Republicans be all in for this, you know, never-ending flow of assistance to Ukraine without really an end game stated. The end game comes when Vladimir Putin realizes he should stop bombing Ukraine. Now, I don't know how we get there, but here's a little headline that maybe you missed yesterday. Do you see that Putin gave his State of the Nation address in Moscow? And during his speech, he announced that Moscow will step back from the last remaining major nuclear arms control treaty between the U.S. and Russia. And he has vowed to continue the military campaign, as he calls it, in Ukraine. This is a big problem. I appreciate our efforts to try to stand up to a tyrant by way of Ukraine. But when Biden says to the people of Russia, we don't want to destroy you. Well, what do we want to do about Russia? I mean, I I listened this morning to a very convoluted, you know, exercise. How could you change your mind about Russia or Ukraine? And I'm just, this is real simple to me. What do the hawks want to do about Russia? Let's make that real simple. We've got two foreign countries, Russia and Ukraine, that are in a mess. Russia is deciding to unilaterally bomb the heck out of Ukraine, destroying innocent lives, ruthlessly and brutally attacking a country like Ukraine. The president of Ukraine turns to the United States and says, help us fight back. Help us defend ourselves. Help us, help us, help us. And we have... I think pretty much officially 
sanctioned being on board completely. We're where they we're all in. What do you need? You need tanks? You need subs? What do you need? You need money? Biden said we're going to pay for Ukrainians' pensions this week. We're going to pay a lot of bills. We're going to help you rebuild Ukraine. Well, there's not going to be any rebuilding because it's still in the process of being torn apart, being destroyed. So I got a simple question. I could do an exercise on my show, too. To those who say to the Lindsey Grahams and the Mitch McConnells and the and the Joe Bidens and the Democrats and the establishment Republicans who want to be all in with Ukraine, what's your end game with regards to Russia? What do you want? In other words, what's the what was the old Ben Stiller movie? There's something there's something about or something about Mary, or what do we do about Mary? What do we do about Russia? And now that Russia appears to be inching closer and closer to an alliance with China, in fact, that's been happening for a while, China's watching this, and they're, they're licking their, their chops. We're going to take on Russia and China? Huh. That's not a path we want to take. We have the strongest military in the world, or we had at one point. We are a military might. I don't think we want to see what it looks like for the United States to go into a military conflict with Russia and China. Now, I don't know that China has any intention of of going down that road either, but these are real questions that the American people are asking. My friend Mark Davis has written a column in Newsweek that's going to post later today or tomorrow talking about Republicans who are the Republican Party shifting away from the forever war, military aid everywhere, conflict, um, happy attitude to more of a America first ideology. We put this country first. How does it serve our interests to go to war with Russia? And that's the question I've asked from the beginning of this conflict. Maybe we can spend a few minutes trying to get some answers. 1-800-655-MIKE. Welcome in. It's Wednesday, February 22nd. Once again in the relieffactor.com studios for another episode of the Mike Gallagher Show. I benefit from turning to smart people. And I, I, I've said this all week. I may have a disagreement with some of my colleagues and fellow Republicans over Ukraine. These are not dumb people. These are smart people. Tom Cotton's a smart guy. Congressman Mike Gallagher is a smart guy. But Americans are weary of this entire conflict. And it's up to the smart Republicans to hear the American people for a change. You know, we shouldn't be lectured to by anybody, pundits, Politicians, well, we're gonna we're gonna tell you how to think. No, the American people know how to think, and we know a bad deal potentially when we see it. So, give me your answer. Give me your best answer to my pretty simple question: What do you want to do about Russia? One eight hundred six five five Mike. What's your end game? What's your goal? Obviously. We want Russia to stop bombing Ukraine. How are you going to get there? 
We're going to arm Ukraine to the teeth? Okay, well, now Putin is out of the nuclear arms treaty between the Russia between Russia and the United States. That ain't good. 1-800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. Hope you join us. We have a line open just for you. The Mike Gallagher Show is now on TV. Watch the show every weekday on Salem News Channel. Stream anytime on any device. Find us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, Apple TV, and more. Or just go to SalemNewsChannel.com. The Mike Gallagher Show, now on TV. My Pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped My Pillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. Use the promo code MikeG or call 800-928-6034, 800-928-6034, or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box, and with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code Mike G, or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. The Mike Gallagher Show. Construction workers have greater respect for women than women yep. on The View. Yep. I, I've, I've never seen women more vile to other women oh, than hateful. on The View. They're hateful. They are blind to any woman's achievement, right? If you do not follow what they say. So their idea of diversity stops at diversity of opinion. If you don't agree with them, you're as good as scum to them. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. We like coming into the relieffactor.com studios every day because it's all about pain relief. It is uh, the right way to get out of pain. If you're suffering from lower back pain, neck pain, hip pain, joint pain, why don't you consider our friends at Relief Factor? They put together something really smart. A three-week quick start, which is kind of a way for you to take the the uh, the product out for a test drive. Try it for three weeks. It's nineteen ninety-five. See if you 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 get out of that pain you've been suffering through. If it works, well. Hey, pain-free living is wonderful. If it doesn't work, which is going to be a surprise because for most people it does, well, guess what? You're only out 1995. Do you know that 70 over 70% 70% of people who take the Relief Factor Quick Start order it again. It does work. If I don't take my Relief Factor every single morning, uh and it's easy to take, my my lower back pain starts creeping back. Give it a try. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. All right, let's get down to business and talk about something that is realistic and something that is probably going to happen. 
What if I told you about Donald Trump and an indictment? What if I told you, what has it been, for two years? I've said to you, they're going to indict him. They're absolutely going to charge Donald Trump with something. And I think people either didn't agree with me or you didn't really want to believe it. Have you heard about this Fulton County, Georgia, grand jury forewoman, Emily Coors? She is on a media blitz. She's apparently popping up on CNN and, I don't know, friendly media, blabbing about the Fulton County Grand Jury's investigation of Trump's supposed effort to overturn election results in Georgia. And she's telegraphing that they are recommending an indictment. Um, Now, it's going to come down to the district attorney in Fulton County, Fannie Willis, who will decide whether or not to indict Trump. But I guarantee you, if the grand jury recommends an indictment, they're going to indict him. That district attorney could never survive the wrath of the beast if Trump isn't indicted following a grand jury's recommendation. Um, This particular, you know, attention-starved grand jury forewoman, I I mean, think about that for just a minute. You're on a grand jury investigating the 45th president of the United States, and and you are in this volatile cauldron of... Just just nothing but controversy. Because Donald Trump is the presumed frontrunner for the 2024 presidential race. There's no way around that. This jury four-person, Emily Coors, has to know that. And she's on a media tour, suggesting that Trump is going to get indicted. She doesn't come out and say it. She's been saying, she's very coy. She says things like, well, you know, it's not going to be a surprise. And then apparently somebody, Don Lemon or somebody, I guess he's back, and somebody said to her in in an interview, and I'm reading about this, somebody said, Trump claims that he's going to be totally exonerated by the grand jury and in the process, and this woman rolls her eyes and laughs and says, did he really say that? So this is obviously somebody on a grand jury, the four-person, investigating Trump, who hates Trump. So what do you think is going to happen? They're going to indict him. Low-hanging fruit. Then what happens? Then what happens? So I've been saying all along Somebody somewhere is going to wind up indicting him for something. I believe that I'm going to be proven right. The second part is, does this make Trump stronger or weaker? I've got a a friend of mine who's a Trump supporter. He says if there's an official indictment, his, his chances are done. He will never get the nomination. I, I said not so fast. As I keep saying... You count him out at your own peril. There's a guy hospitalized 
what was it, a week before the election, two weeks, three weeks before the election, and came bounding back, campaigning like a fierce machine that he is. This is a guy who picked off 16 very competent, skilled Republican presidential candidates in 2016. He beat everybody. You don't think he's capable of doing it again? I mean, I'm asking the question. You know me, I'm agnostic. Heck, if Vivek Ramaswamy is the Republican nominee for president, I'll be on Team Vivek. Don't worry. Whoever the Republican is, I'm supporting. We desperately need to end the Democrat leadership in the White House. we got to get rid of the Democrat president at the, at, the, at, the, at the ballot box. Big time. But what happens to the frontrunner, Donald Trump, if he gets indicted? Give me your theory. 1-800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. I'll give you 60 seconds to jam my phone lines and tell me what you think that looks like. Just give me your scenario. Play it out for me. I'm all about playing things out. You want to support Ukraine a thousand percent? Well, what does that look like with Russia? Now that uh, Vladimir has suspended the nuclear arms treaty between the Ru- between Russia and the U.S., uh, w- what do you want to do about Russia? I, I like I like to conclude things. I want I want to have a conclusion. I want to have a, an end game. I want to have some finality here. So give me your theory about what America looks like with an indicted Donald J. Trump. I'm trying to warn you, and I'm trying to prepare you. It's likely going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. So that's part two of the equation. What does that look like if and when that day comes? When a Fulton County grand jury indicts Trump for some kind of election interference charge because of that conversation he had with... uh, What's his name? Raffensburg or whatever his name is. 800-655-6453. Your voice, your call, your perspective coming up. Portions of our show brought to you in part by ConsumersResearch.org. Hey, this is an organization organization been around for almost 100 years. They've been fighting for consumers, and they are fighting back now against firms like BlackRock and these other huge firms that are playing ball with this ESG crap. You know, they're they're pulling investments from solid companies to advance their social causes, one of which, of course, is climate change, climate activism. Well, um, a lot of state leaders are fighting back, and I want you to join in the fight. Learn about how to fight back against the woke investment firms that are putting your dollars and ours at risk. Go to consumersresearch.org. Again, they've been protecting consumers from fraud and abuse for decades. Consumersresearch.org. Learn about their mission to protect us from woke investment firms like BlackRock. Go to consumersresearch.org. Let's start with Brian in Columbus, Ohio. How you doing, Brian? Good morning. It's good to talk with you. Yeah, good to talk to you as well. What's it going to look like if and when the day comes that Trump gets indicted? Trump's going to be fine. It's a, it's a corrupt system. They've tried it every possible way to get a hold of him. The man is innocent. He's a hardworking patriot for this country. They need to indict Biden. It is absurd that that man continues to run this country or run the country to the ground. He's a corrupt politician with a corrupt family, and they won't focus on him. They want to continue to focus on Trump because they have nothing on him. All right, thanks, Brian. 800-655-MIKE, one open line. Jerry in Pittsburgh. Jerry, give me your take. Yeah, I sort of think that if it's stacked against him, like you probably are right, uh, he's going to be indicted. 
I guess I guess beyond that, I just don't know what the whole process would be. Uh, well, he'd be charged with a crime, that... and he'd have to defend himself in a court of law. He, I mean, he'd have to. He'd, they'd go to trial, presumably, and he would be charged yeah. and facing felony charges of election interference. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. I think if it must be stacked against, and I don't see how that can happen. But I guess this country's done a lot worse things. Well, we're we're in we're in a real inflection point here. No question about it. And I just wonder what it looks like, what you think it does to him. Um, here's a lot of text messages. Here's one from Washington State brought to you by My Pillow. We love the text message uh, feature. It gives me an instant focus group. From Washington State, indicted or not, I think Trump will have more support by the basket of deplorables, which includes if he's indicted. Here's South Carolina. I think if Trump gets indicted, that's when Ron DeSantis will step up. Washington State, Trump will be... Oh, it's the same person. Sorry. Can't read the same text twice or the same person twice. Emily on Long Island. Tell me what the Long Island view is if Trump gets indicted by the Fulton County Grand Jury. Um, We're going to party here on Long Island. I must say, I think it's long overdue. And we've been waiting way too long for Trump to be prosecuted for all of the things he's done wrong. So I have to say, um, I'm not agreeing with you here, Mike. No, and I get it. No, I, you're a Trump hater. I get it. There's there's no shortage I, of no, Trump haters in the world. I, I'm I'm not a Trump hater. I think this president did you vote for him? Did break the did break the law? And, did you Did you vote for him? Um, uh, I did not. I got you. Um, Shocker. Because. Um, when I saw what he did, and what, what did he, he do? didn't present... What, what did he do, Emily? What law did he... Excuse me. I'm sorry, he, you're, you're interrupting me. I just have a simple question. What law did he break, Emily? Um, he never presented his taxes, and all presidents <laughs> must... Um, Emily, are you serious? I ask you what yes. we're talking about a grand jury indictment, and I said what law did he break? And you said he never revealed his taxes. You understand? There's well, no law no, that requires no. a you president to present me, taxes. No, Mike. You asked me why didn't I vote for him? No, I asked so you I'm what law did he break? No, no. You went back. You went back now, to the court. You, you're oh, talking. God. You're talking so much. You're talking so uninterrupted oh. that you're not listening to me. What law did he break, Emily? He went in and actually paid people to go overturn the elections. He and went that, in and paid. Who did he pay to overturn the election, Emily? That's a new one. He was was bribing. They don't even say that. The governors. They don't even the, say that at the Daily Beast. Who did he bribe? He bribed a governor. Have you been watching any of the Fox News that's I coming need, out? I need you to update me. Which governor did he bribe to overturn the election, Emily? Tell me. I well, need you to start watching the news. Well, what's and not which, it's not it's not a it's not a hard it's not a hard question. Hey Emily. Hey Emily, it's not a hard question. Which Hey Emily, which governor did he bribe? Just give me the name. Which governor? Uh, he's bribed many. Which and he's name bribed one? Many give me, give me one. Give me one. Characters. Give me one. Many poll characters. How about one I governor? Care. How about I'm going to try uh, one more time before I got to say goodbye on this lovely conversation we're having that I'm sure everybody's yeah, enjoying. Give me one name of one governor he, that he bribed. He's 
Okay, there we go. Hey, I tried. I did. Sometimes they make it too easy. 800-655-MIKE. So-called criminal justice reform is endangering your right to own a gun. Find out how you can protect your family by reading In Defense of the Second Amendment, new from Regnery Publishing. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Mike Gallagher Show. Well, let's just assume, for example, that Ron DeSantis winds up getting into this race. I think that the, the, the face-off between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump will be one of the most epic political battles we've ever seen. And whoever emerges will be virtually unbeatable. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. Portions of our show brought to you by Fellowship Home Loans. Call 800-510-MIKE. Or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. Man, what a what a mess we've got domestically. And that's the problem that emerges here from the American people. We continue to say, how about let's let's focus, and this is not an unrealistic expectation. Maybe we can keep trains from derailing. Maybe we can stop with the the, the, the problems with our own infrastructure. There's a lot of smart people with a lot of smart ideas. Not everybody that smart. Um, some people are seemingly in over their head. Did you see Pete Buttigieg being uh, confronted by a Daily Daily Caller reporter yesterday while walking down the streets of, uh, of Washington? And he didn't like that. She, was, uh, she identified herself as a journalist with Daily Caller. He didn't want to talk to her. He said, I'm walking down the street here. And I do understand that. I mean, he's a public figure, but she wanted to know when he was going to go to East Palestine. And he did not want to have that conversation. So after about 30 seconds, and he's walking along, and she's videoing him, and she's asking questions, he stops, and he faces her directly and says, can I take a picture of you, please? The reporter said, well, yeah, sure. But what was that about? Why does the transportation secretary want to take a picture of a journalist who's asking him legitimate questions? It is a legitimate question, right? When is the transportation secretary going to show up in East Palestine? He was asked about it um, earlier. I don't know what network this is from. This is courtesy of... uh, 
of media. I, and I didn't get credit for the network, and I always want to give credit to networks, guys. So see if you can find out who this is from. We'll find out here in just a moment. Let me play this clip be, because Buttigieg is, asking, is asked, what is your message about everybody who's saying you guys are late to the dance here? You guys are late to the game. What, why aren't you in East Palestine by now? You're the transportation secretary, and there's been a major train derailment. You know, I, I, I know it's kind of a tradition for the year from the years that I lived in New York under Rudy Giuliani. Um, and I think it happened under Bloomberg, and it probably happened to some extent with de Blasio and I hope Eric Adams. When there's an event involving uh, a police officer, for example, a police officer shot, when that happens in a, a big city like New York, the mayor goes immediately to the hospital. Right away. And that was something that was unfailing. After 9-11, I remember Tom Von Essen, who's a family friend. I love love the guy. He was just a, a wonderful um, and, and commanding leader in New York City. He was the fire commissioner during 9-11 in New York City. Every funeral, comforting every family. You know how many men he lost? But that's that's what's expected of, of good leaders. Pete Buttigieg is not a good leader. This guy is not a, a good example of a competent transportation secretary in a field. This is an area that this country desperately needs help with. A thousand train derailments a year? Who knew that happened? That was Mayor Pete's attempt to deflect his responsibility. When he was asked about this, he said, well, you know, there's a lot of train derailments. There's over a thousand a year. We checked it. It's true. And I've since seen videos on social media of trains. It looks like something from some third world country where they're barely able to go down the tracks. They're wobbling and vibrating. Tracks are torn up. There's another train derailment the other day. A thousand a year is three a day. Um, I wonder how many billions of dollars we're giving to Ukraine could help keep trains on the tracks. I don't know, just a thought. Here was Buttigieg asked about the, the very poor response by the Transportation Department to these to this train derailment in East Ohio. What's your message to people who are concerned that the department was late to speak out on this issue? They're saying that transportation and EPA was late to the game and speaking out and responding to the situation in East Palestine. Well, to be clear, our department was on the ground within hours, uh, helping with the response and the investigation. Again, I respect the separate role of NTSB, but we have been on the ground literally from day one uh, to make sure that uh, that we're doing our part to support. Uh, I do think that it's important to speak out about that. And I could have spoken out sooner, and I'm uh, making sure that we are focused on the actions that are going to make a difference. Now, the takeaway headline from that, that was incidentally Rashad Hudson from Nexstar interviewing Mayor Pete, and he's defensive, and he's saying, I should have spoken out sooner about how we were on the ground right away. You're the transportation secretary. The rails are under your purview. When you were mayor, I'll bet you showed up for things. Uh, You know, 
even you know mayor of South Bend. Here and here he was with George Stephanopoulos, um, talking about his role as the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. The administration has come under some fire for its response. The mayor of East Palestine has said it took nearly two weeks for the White House to contact him. There were shouts of, where's Pete Buttigieg at a town hall meeting last week. Uh, what's your response to that? When are you going to go to East Palestine? Well, I am planning to go, and uh, our folks were on the ground from the first hours. I do want to stress that the NTSB needs to be able to do its work independently. But when I go, the focus is going to be on action. Look, I was mayor of my hometown for eight years. We dealt with a lot of disasters, natural and human. And one of the things I noticed very quickly is that there's two kinds of people who show up when you have that kind of disaster experience. People who are there because they have a specific job to do and are there to get some done, and people who are there to look good and have their picture taken. When I go, it will be about action on rail safety, like the actions that we are calling on Congress to help us with, that we're calling on industry to take, and that we are undertaking ourselves as a department to help make sure that these kinds of things don't happen in the future. What do you suppose um, were the qualifications? And I'm not, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck here. What's Pete Buttigieg's qualification to be the transportation secretary? The mayor of South Bend, Indiana. That's like a that's like a South Park skit. That is that's like that's like a joke. That's a punchline. What what, what I wonder what made uh, anyone think that Pete Buttigieg is qualified to be the transportation secretary in a complicated, robust, ever changing, evolving, complicated country like the United States of America, with with flight delays and all kinds of air transportation challenges and all this new technology, flying planes, you know, self-driving cars. And all he's about is climate change. All he's about is equity and diversity. He said that. He said every decision made has to have, you know, climate change in mind. Pierce Morgan was one of the uh, guest co-hosts on The Five yesterday on Fox News, he brings a Brit's perspective to the Pete Buttigieg story. I think what's been going on uh, down in East Palestine is absolutely extraordinary. And Mayor Pete seems completely deluded. Mm -hmm. This guy keeps saying, I'm planning to go. It's been three weeks. What are you planning? You get on a flight. I can only liken it. If there was a train derailment in the UK, for example, and the transport secretary, whose specific brief was train Mm -hmm. incidents, did not go for 18, 19 days to the scene, they would be fired. They'd be gone. They'd be torched uh, because everybody would think that was outrageous. He, he seems to think that the longer he leaves it, the better he looks. Mm-hmm. I've, got a, I've got a little wake-up call for you, Mayor Pete. The longer you leave it, the worse it looks, buddy. Get your ass down there. He's right. I, and, and listen, you don't have to go to the U.K. Use the example of Donald Trump. If a train derailed in Atlanta, Georgia, with with mushroom clouds and toxins and uh, lousy air, water contaminated, all the cha- what do you think would happen if Trump's transporta- transportation secretary went weeks and weeks without visiting the site? You know what would happen. You know exactly what would be happening. There'd be a crucifixion. They would absolutely crucify a Republican president whose transportation secretary 
didn't bother to go to a train derailment. Tell me I'm wrong. Challenge me. 800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. And then strangely, here's the clip. If you're watching us on the Salem News Channel, this is worth watching. There's a lot of things we do. I mean, listen, we're trying to be all over the place. Radio, TV, podcasting. Check out the uh, the podcast. So I had a great conversation this week with that Second Amendment expert, the book from Regnery, Julie Kelly. This week, Congresswoman Monica De La Cruz. She's a... Uh, She's a, the first Republican to represent Texas's 15th congressional district since 1903, since the district was created. All of those are available on the, uh, the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. So subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And if you, to find out how, go to MikeOnline.com. So if you're watching today on Salem News Channel, seeing this video is a little eerie. Check out what Mayor Pete does. Again, this is a bonafide journalist, this is a reporter from Daily Caller, sees him out walking on the street and she's interviewing him. Listen to listen to what he did with this Daily Caller woman. Secretary, what do you have to say? Hi, how are you? Jenny Tarr at the Daily Caller News Foundation. What do you have to say to the folks in Ohio, East Palestine who are suffering right now? Well, I'd refer you to about a dozen interviews I've given today and uh, if you'd like to I do, and I shared it with the press many times today. I'd refer you to those comments. Would you mind sharing it with us? No, I'm going to refer you to the comments that I made to the press because uh, right now I'm taking some personal time and I'm walking down the street. Are you going down there? <clears throat> What's up? Are you going down there at all? Um, yep, yeah, I am. When are you going? Uh, I'll share that uh, when I'm ready. Okay, I'll talk thank you. Now, at the end there, it clips a little bit, but at the end, he has stopped. When she asked, when are you going, he, you can see he pulls his phone out of his pocket, and he's pulling up his camera app, and he stops, and he squares off facing her directly and says at the end, and it's a little hard to hear uh, because of the way that was edited, but he says at the end, can I, can I take your picture? Can I take a picture of you? And she says, yes. I'm like, of course. And she later tweeted out how peculiar that was. And she said to him, almost pleadingly, I'm just doing my job. Wonder why I wanted to take her picture. I mean, it's fairly intimidating, right? I guess you have a right to take anybody's picture. And I think Pete Buttigieg has a right to walk down the street without being hassled. Um, I believe that about Republicans. I believe that as Democrats as well. But this is fairly catastrophic for Mayor Pete. And if there is a silver lining here, and correct me if I'm wrong, seems to me Mayor Pete won't be a presidential candidate anytime soon. You can scratch his name off the li- the short list of Democrats who might run for president in 2024. 800-655-MIKE. Let's see if you agree or not. 800-655-6453. China is exploiting weaknesses in our U.S. patent system, stealing our inventions and technology, and we're helping them do it. Watch Innovation Race Now, on demand or buy the DVD at SalemNow.com. Well, 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.